Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 78. So, ooh, this is an exciting podcast episode. Okay, real quick announcement. August 12th through August 16th, I am hosting something that I created over the summer called the Whole Four Challenge. And it is a five-day challenge, and I'm going to have five YouTube videos that are going to go live corresponding to each day of the challenge, and also four podcast episodes Monday through Thursday that kind of is going to act as a supplemental audio for that particular day of the challenge. So the next four episodes of this podcast are not going to be labeled episode blank. So it'll be, right now we're doing episode 78. So then you'll see, you know, day one, day two, day three, day four, that's how they're going to be labeled for the whole four challenge. So it's still going to be content like this. It's just going to be pertaining to to the challenge. And it's really, really good stuff, really solid stuff. So it is free to join the challenge. And I also do have a free workbook download. It's a 10 page workbook. So you can go ahead and get that at thatsmarthustle.com slash whole four, like the number. And I'll leave that link in the show notes for you. So make sure you sign up for that. You can go ahead and download the workbook, print it out. There's also a way to actually type into the workbook on your computer if you don't have a printer. So lots of different ways to access the content. But again, we start Monday, August 12th at 9am Central Standard Time. Okay, so for today's podcast episode, I want to talk about a deeper concept, a bit more of an abstract concept. And the best way I can think of to call, like what name to call it by, is unmanaged pain. And when I say the word pain, I'm not just talking about physical pain. Kind of goes back to when I was talking about how you have scars and wounds. I want to talk a bit more about unmanaged pain wounds, unhealed wounds, the things that are still unfortunately festering inside of us. I want to talk a bit more about how to how to really bring these things to the surface and how to not necessarily overcome them, but start the process of healing those open wounds because it is that's the thing with the wound. When you have when you have unmanaged pain, it's something that's going to take time, it's going to take effort and energy and a little bit of work on yourself to start to heal that. So yesterday, I was feeling a lot of anxiety. I'm someone who struggles with I guess what I would call it or categorize it as minor anxiety. Um, Back when I was working my corporate job, my anxiety was definitely much higher because my stress levels were also a lot higher and I did not enjoy the work I was doing at all. So I did have a lot more anxiety, a lot more tension, a lot more stress when I was working that job. Now, the anxiety and the stress, it's definitely dissipated, but it still pops up every now and again. 
And yesterday, I just was having a really hard time pinpointing why I was feeling so much anxiety. And for me, anxiety feels like I can't take, like I can't catch a deep breath. I can't take a deep breath. My chest feels really tight. My mind feels scrambled. I notice my palms kind of get sweaty. And I've had a full-blown anxiety attack before. And that was definitely, I would you know, pretty much relate that to what I think a heart attack would feel like. It is absolutely terrifying. And I was not okay after that for weeks after the fact. Like it really, really affected me in a crazy way. And fortunately, you know, that was maybe about three and a half years ago. Um, and fortunately, I haven't had another episode like that or an attack like that recently or since that time. But I do get these little bouts of anxiety that pop up where I just suddenly feel like for no particular reason, I'm just like dreading everything and that like something, you know, I have like this cloud hanging over me and it's, it's going to rain and pour and thunder and lightning all at the same time, just like in one moment. So I have, I have those moments and I think a lot of us, well, hopefully a lot of you out there can understand where I'm coming from or maybe you deal with some level of anxiety where you're like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this, but I just feel like all of a sudden everything is going to come crashing down. Everything's just going to go wrong. And, but I feel, I feel okay and I feel fine, but I have this underlying feeling of something's not right. So one of the things I decided to go do yesterday, I was like, maybe it's just because I need to go have fun. Maybe I need to just let loose. I've been working so hard. You know, maybe I just need to like go bowling or play some arcade games or just kind of like get out of the house and do something. So I got into my car and started driving over to the woodlands, you know, because where I live, there's nothing to do over here. So I started driving to the woodlands to where the bowling alley was. And that whole car ride, I couldn't even listen to music because my anxiety was still building. And I was like, what is the deal? Like, where is this coming from? And what I realized, because I had to pull into a Walgreens parking lot before I even got to the bowling alley, I just sit there and start taking some really deep breaths and completely clear my head, like to really come back to my breath, come back to my body and remember that I am a soul having a human experience. And what I realized in that moment was that so often when we feel anxious feelings, when we feel tension, when we feel stress, we acknowledge that it's there, but we acknowledge it without facing it. So it's kind of like, oh, I see you, and then we run away from it. Or like, oh, I hear you, I know you're there, and then you run away from it instead of turning around and looking it in the eye and saying like, I acknowledge you, I see you, I hear you. So I'm sitting there in the Walgreens parking lot and I finally just take a moment because that's that's the other thing. I was just distracting myself that whole day with my to-do list and all of the other things that I needed to do. And then I added one more thing like, okay, now I'm going to go bowling and get out of the house and have fun. I was adding all these other things. So I was acknowledging that there was something wrong, but I wasn't actually facing what that was. I was just piling on the distractions and other things to do so that I didn't actually have to face what that anxiety was stemming from. And it was in that moment that I faced it and I heard, I heard where the anxiety was coming from. I gained clarity around that anxiety. And it was because that whole morning I had felt like I was doing things and I knew that it was getting me closer to my ultimate goal, to the launches, to the things that I have coming up in the month of August. But I hadn't actually sat down 
and made a concrete plan for exactly what things I needed to do on what days to get things done. Basically, like (laughs) on Sunday, I didn't sit down and map out my whole week. And that's something that I do every single week. Because I've been trying this whole thing where I'm like, I'm going to go into flow and just kind of like let let the divine and flow take the lead. Well, when you have a project or a goal or a launch coming up, what I found is that I want to flow through it, meaning I don't want to have, I don't want to feel pressured and I don't want to be judging myself, but I need to have some kind of plan in place. I need to have some kind of preparatory, like I need to feel like I'm prepped and ready to go. I need to know what things I need to do in order to make that launch and that goal successful. If I don't have something that I'm working toward, it's different because I can let flow and the divine take the lead and just kind of guide me through my day. But when I have projects and things I'm working on, I definitely revert more to my left brain side, my logical and analytical side. I need to know what I'm doing. Otherwise, I'm just going to start doing a bunch of other stuff that doesn't actually contribute to my end goal. So once I acknowledged it was because I hadn't sat down and made my weekly plan, then I realized why I felt so frazzled and so scrambled because I hadn't actually sat down and said, you need to record this and this on this day. You need to edit this and this on this day. I hadn't actually sat down and identified which tasks. So then I felt like time was working against me, that the clock was ticking and time was going to run out because I couldn't see far enough ahead to how much I needed to do and needed to get done up until, you know, the launch date or whenever I wanted the project to be finished. So I was like, huh, okay, I'm going to sit here in this Walgreens parking lot on my phone. And even if this takes me 30 minutes to an hour, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to map everything out on my phone. And then, you know, when I get home, I can put that into my day planner because I didn't have my planner with me at the time. But I, that's exactly what I did. I sat there and as I started to figure all of this out and assign certain things to certain days... And it sounds so simple, right? Because it's like planning 101. But because I hadn't done that, this anxiety was just building because it was telling me that time was running out because that was the belief that I had because I had no idea what my timeline looked like for the rest of this week. So by acknowledging that anxiety and facing it, I was then able to express, I was able to express the anxiety in a way that would help heal that and would help it dissipate, which was to sit down right then and there and make a plan. Don't add another distraction. Don't add another, you know, something else to make me procrastinate. Just do the thing, make the plan. And then when I actually had the plan sitting in front of me, I was able to see, oh, there's plenty of time. And actually there's even a little bit more time than I thought. Like if I stick to this particular schedule, I'm going to finish early. And what I felt at that point was this release, like this physical release of tension. I was able to catch my breath. I was able, I was able to not feel so scrambled in my head. It was like the fog had cleared. It had been lifted and I had clarity because I saw that everything was going to be okay. So my anxiety was stemming from just the unknowns in the future and the uncertainty and not having that timeline. When I don't know what's ahead or what I'm planning to do, it's very hard for me to not be in that anxious, tension-driven, stressful state. So what I realized is that there's this three-step process that I can go through to help 
not necessarily eliminate because I feel like anxiety and all of these other these other emotions that are related to fear they're going to pop up every now and again but if I have something that you know, a process or something I can think myself through and talk myself through, it's going to help eliminate that feeling faster, at least for the present moment. So that three-step process looks like acknowledgement and then expression of the acknowledgement, whatever that might look like, and then release. So an actual physical release. That's kind of like, I guess, the equal sign there, because when you acknowledge something and then you're able to express whatever that feeling is in more of a physical form, then you are going to feel a physical release, a physical release of anxiety, release of tension, release of stress. And I know this can be kind of hard to wrap your head around because it is a very abstract concept. So I'm going to use something that's a little bit more tangible as an example to get to kind of get this point across about, you know, acknowledgement plus expression equals release. So if you think about music, right, depending on your mood and how you're feeling. So if I feel kind of like angry or stressed out, I tend to turn on some really intense music. And one of the examples that I did the other day when I was feeling just, for some reason, I was feeling anger and I couldn't pinpoint it. The way I acknowledged the anger was by playing a song where I knew I could express myself through singing the lyrics, you know, the words. And that was like a physical release for me to get to get that energy out of my body. And the song I always choose, which it is explicit, by the way, but it's Drop the World by Lil Wayne. Oh my goodness. And when Eminem comes in there to rap, I know that whole rap. And it is so fun for me to just get that out because I feel like those words, that's an expression of my mood. It's an expression of how I'm feeling and what emotions I'm going through at the time. So by acknowledging the fact that there was some kind of anger there and facing it, I was like, okay, I need to express myself and I'm going to do this by singing this song by putting on Drop the World. And so I expressed myself by singing or rapping, I guess you could say. And then after I do that every time, like, you know, when you are screaming and belting out lyrics at the top of your lungs, how good does that feel? It's like a physical release. It's a release of the anger. It's a release of the tension, release of the stress. It is a physical release. So the acknowledgement and the facing it is probably going to look pretty pretty similar across the board, and so is the physical release. I think the physical release is just going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel lighter. The expression piece of it is where it's going, that's where it's going to differ. But I think it's important to try to express it in a physical form, to not keep it inside, to journal it out, to sing it out, to chant it out, to write it out, to talk out loud to yourself, to get the energy, to get that actual expression out of your mind and out into the world. Because all it really is is a transfer of energy. When we have unmanaged wounds and we have unmanaged pain and things that need to be healed, that's just energy that's simmering inside of us. And we need to transfer that in, you know, outside of us, externally. We need to transfer that away from us. If we don't start that process, it's going to continue to fester inside of us, and that's where it's going to stay. By transferring it into acknowledgement, into expression, and then finally into release, that's how we start the healing process. 
So that is it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Again, do not forget to sign up for the Whole 4 Challenge. We start next week, August 12th through the 16th. You can download the free workbook and sign up at thatsmarthustle.com slash whole4, like the number. You can also find that link in the show notes. And also make sure to check out both of my personal development books, Be Your Own Hashtag Goals, as well as Soul Flow. It is releasing on August 19th, 20th. 2019. And I will also make sure to leave those links in the show notes for you. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world with love and light. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.